The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Hello and welcome to the Edinburgh Football Podcast, the podcast specialising in Edinburgh football. From the Premiership to the Lone League, we've got it covered. Callum, how was it this week? Uh, good, mate. Good. It was brilliant to be back last week and... Um, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, no, not too bad, not too bad. It's a little bit cooler this week, so happier days for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, thank you, Callum. And could you believe it was this time, 365 days ago, we sat on this very couch? No, we didn't, we sat through there. Oh, we sat. Oh, we sat at your breakfast bar. Sat at the, in, um, the, uh, in the kitchen there, but doing the, our first podcast. I know, a lot, a lot more nervous than we are now. <laughs> I mean, a lot more prepared than we are now. <laughs> possibly, yeah. I mean, you look at if uh, because Andrew was very clever and deleted the first four episodes from Anchor. I think they're only available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But we are there. If you, if you listen to some of the earlier stuff, is I think I say M every second word. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not brilliant, but here we go. Yeah. It's. Here we are for, I think it's our 48th episode, I think. Yeah, 48 now. Yeah. Okay, so, tonight's um, agenda. We'll start with the Lone League. It was the opening week of fixtures there. We'll move on to speak Well, the SPFL. It's their first uh, league fixture this weekend. So that's pretty much the agenda, and we'll cover all our teams. So, we'll start with the Lone League, as we spoke about. Cam, we've seen, I think, combined three games each. We've seen one together and yeah, one yeah, each. Yeah, well, we've seen over each, the, each team seen so each far. team, which is, which is really good. So. Last week, we'll start where we were. We were along at, at Peffer Mill um, to see Ember Uni take on the Cali Braves, formerly yeah. Edgy Sport. And an interesting game, Calum. I think if you were thinking maybe at half time, you'd probably see maybe 1 all, maybe even 2 1 Ember Uni. Would I, may have been I, fair. I, think, I think they were very unfortunate to find themselves a goal down at half time. Absolutely. Because I think they, they could have been out of sight, um, in, in all honesty. They bounced back very well from a lack of concentration at the back. Um, defensive mix-up. Ross McNeil, well, East Kilbride last year, you know, very experienced striker, good finish. But the way that they came out for the second half, um, you know, pretty much unforgivable. Did Ember Uni come out for the second half? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Incredible. What was in the half-time oranges? Uh-huh. Because it was just abysmal. Yeah. Yeah, do you think it was more to do with how badly Ember Uni done, or do you think Ed, uh, Cali Braves done anything different? Maybe maybe they got a bit of rocket up the up the rear and, and it spurred yeah. them on a bit of both perhaps. Because I don't think I don't think Cali Braves would have been pleased with their first half performance. No, I don't. I don't think they would have been. But I don't think that what they were doing anything they, different. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think they were. That much better than Edinburgh Uni, but the thing is, if you take chances, and I think after the third one, the Uni just switched off. Yeah, I think they wanted the full time whistle, yeah, didn't they? Um, yeah. Even though there was still about half an hour to go, but um, yeah, so it's it's a disappointing start. We spoke about this, so and I've had experience of playing Edinburgh Uni for almost ten years, Callum, and still in uni a little bit different they're more of a sporting university so it's a little bit different Ember Uni aren't you know they're more academic so players you really are relying on them just hopefully coming back up the road early mm-hmm. you know there's not that expectancy really so when you get Ember Uni it's always 
the, the prime time to play them is in that first three or four weeks. That is the best time. I think Ember Uni will pick up results. Yeah. But they're, they're, well, they look at they looked a team that had never played with each other before. For, for me, a lot in the first half they were actually really good. Um, at times, I think yeah. I think look, that's the fourth time that I've watched Ember Uni now, and they have lost one 0 three 0 five 0 and six 0 so I mean I should probably stop going but <laughs> it's you know in every single one of those games they have had chances when the yeah. score has been 0-0 1-0 um, to get yeah. them back into the game they've not been able to take those chances and you know they get absolutely battered for it yeah there was probably three or four uh, no two three good chances mm-hmm. and one excellent chance yeah. You've got to take. I would have said of the chances there, probably at least two, Callum. Yeah. And I, but at the same time, Ember Uni goalkeeper made up made a couple of saves in the first half as well. So you can't just say it was well made traffic. Yeah, but I mean, I think Ember Uni were the better team for large parts of the forty five minutes yeah. in the yeah. first half. Yeah. And I genuinely thought they would come out and take three points. I thought they were going to come back and, um, you know, made a pal at half time. <laughs> Maldini uh, <laughs> This boy was absolutely man marking Callum. <laughs> um, I said I said to him that I think there'll be goals in the second half. And you were right. I was correct, eh? Yeah. Yeah. A couple of goals just completely uh, individual errors as well, Callum, that, that can be eradicated, yeah. can't they? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um tough start, hard one to take, but uh, listen, very early stages for them. This was Saturday, so we're speaking Saturday, Callum. We won't speak about Ember Uni midweek just yet. Yeah. It was um, obviously the game off. A game was postponed. Unbelievable. First game of the season called off for rain. Incredible. That was Spartans obviously threw it fourth bank to face Still in Uni. I think that's disgraceful though, eh? It's not great, is it? It's, it's not great. Yeah, to go I mean, through there, and, and by all accounts... It's, it was called off at what, about two-ish? Like just shy of two o'clock? I got a, te- I got a text through from, from, uh, from Subo there as soon as he turned up saying this is off. You know, and that's it. Half one, quarter yeah, past one. So, I mean... That was his, you know, that was his, he's gone on it and gone, that's off. There's no way that's on. You know, so you've got to think, surely maybe half past 12, there might have been a wee. But anyway, Civil yeah. um, went down to Gretna and I look at some of the pictures of that pitch and, you know. Ah, it, it definitely, it definitely <laughs> looked like... Uh, definitely a stud. It was a, a little bit, a little bit wet down at Gretna there. But, you know, we sat here last week and we said that we thoroughly expected Civil to get off to a very good start and... That's exactly what they did. Um, you know, Mark McConnell's got his goal for the season, so <laughs> I'm sure the boys in the dressing room will love to hear about that for the rest of the year. But <clears throat> it's a great start. It's it really is, and I think having Jack Downey back is huge. You know, mm. he got injured quite early on in the season. He came back, but. It's difficult, you know. It's difficult, and he maybe a bit stop starting his he rehab. Showed, he showed flashes yeah. uh, at times last season. He's a top top player. Gary Gary is very happy to have him in, in, in his ranks, and he's. A, listen, I think he was. At, I think it was Livingston. I think maybe when he was, he was younger. I'm sure it was. So, as a player with quality, and by all accounts, I've not seen highlights, but by all accounts, two really good finishes as well. Yeah, um, absolutely spot on. Like to go down to Gretna. It's not. Not the perfect start no. that you want. You're always wanting to start at home. Um, obviously went down there last season, thumped them, but it's a great start. As as I mentioned, I think it's the third time I've said that. But they needed needed to put three points on the boards. Mm. 
and they've done that with a pretty impressive performance. You looked at their start to the season, you've seen the first three games, you see Gretna, still in uni, and then you had Bonnerig, which they have on Saturday, and we'll speak about that, but you, you know... It could easily have been like four points, two points... But then, if they wanted to really kick on this season, yeah. what we spoke about, you knew they had to they had to go into this Bonnerig game on Saturday with maximum points to well, I mean it's, that's what it it's, a, it's a top of the table clash <laughs> you've got <laughs> Already, yeah. um, two perfect records one's going to go uh, but that's yeah but the start itself it's a professional performance it's a clean sheet and it's three, point, three points three goals on the road yeah yeah. Um, to midweek and it was where do you want to start? on Tuesday night I think we'll start with, with, with a Alphabetical order, we'll start with Civil. You were there, Callum down at yes. Christy Gillis. It was uh-huh. an early kickoff, so I think it all makes sense for you to, to go right. first on that one. I um I've never seen the Christy Gillis that busy. I had to park in the main street. Excellent. Absolutely furious. Um but very good to have that many supporters along, or I think Wolf was busy. Uh no, but that was a typical Gary Jarden team performance. I thought the Civil came flying at the blocks. Better team for the first 15-20 minutes. Had three or four chances. Should have probably taken. Eventually though, uh, the composure of Andy Mayer, thankfully, puts the puts ball in the back of the net. And then, you know, they had to absorb a lot of pressure in the second half especially. Sterling pretty much went for it. But I thought Sean Turnbull, you know, in the middle of the three was absolutely like a man mountain. He was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Kyle Fee as well. We we have a wee laugh and a joke about his back passes, uh, but he was solid. Uh, and Scott made on the other side. Again, you know, just brilliant. Uh, there was a moment in the first half where he accidentally ran in uh, Andy Mayer. And, you know, I genuinely thought that Andy was going to have to come off. He, he was down holding his head, absolutely buckled. So... <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't. I mean, Civil solid all the parts at Downey. Talking about him, uh, the game against Gretna, he was fantastic on Tuesday night. He, you've got Bigger Lou in the middle of the park, and he's just such an enigma. Eh? <laughs> like, honestly, I look at him and I'm like, nah, what's he going to do now? And so calm on the ball. He's absolutely so calm, but then. At times, that is the worst possible thing that you could be. <laughs> <laughs> you like, pass the ball. Do, you, you don't have that much time on the ball. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, he keeps going. He should have scored possibly once or twice. He misses a free header, which went over the bar in the second half. Should have done better with that. But, you know, several were just all the park, organised, strong, two clean sheets, six from six, two from two. And flying start. Go looking at Twitter, Callum. Um, still in uni, who said it was a dominant display from them in the second half, but couldn't, couldn't you know find that uh, elusive equaliser. Um, do you take that was almost a game plan from Civil? Let's sit in, let's hold what we've got, and let's try and get something on the counter. Or do you think still in? <laughs> did still in? Do, do you know what I'm trying to say? Did they force there? the issue? Um, look, they had a couple of opportunities. Uh, one that was fired wide in the second half. Uh, Burnside made a good save as well, but, you know, Civil carved out a good few chances. I mean, they let Sterling have the ball because mm. they weren't causing too much damage with it, you know. Mm. I mean, yeah. they they had a lot of the ball, but they weren't doing anything with it, so I don't see how that's a bad thing. Mm. Then, you know, Josh Morris, 
could have scored. I think, as I mentioned, the Lou had a couple of chances. Um, and if he picked the right pass, you know, there would have been a few boys that were in. Speaking of picking the right pass, Fraser Patterson, you know, coming on at right wing back, interesting change, but he saw something that no one else in the crowd did <laughs> with a through ball into the corner. No one within 20 yards. <laughs> so, but uh, another former Edinburgh City stalwart. So, yeah, I mean, they've started well. The Yeah, and you looked at the boys, there was a group at the bottom there, obviously Churchy's doing the Twitter updates, he was standing with Guff and Chris McKee, you know, the two sick notes. So, there's a lot of depth in that squad. You yeah. know, Matty Cunningham's on the bench there. I mean, Hodge wasn't playing again, so there's... Muirhead a, on, on Saturday, along with May, were rested, or, or presumably... Yeah, well, I would... Yeah, I presumably would. rested down at Gretna, so it has shown the depth at the moment. They're not... They're yeah, able, the to, manage, they're able got, to manage a squad for, for Saturday midweek games. It's massive, you know, yeah. because I think you look at last season, beat Forrest 2-1, and then... You know, I had to go through to Kelty on the Tuesday night and had absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, and it Almost was a bit of, bit of a pumping. So yeah. that's that's what you've got to look at. And, you know, I think this year, like I said it last week, I'll probably say it at least once a week. I think they're in for a very good season. And, you know, I'm glad that they're proving me right. Yeah. Well, I was along just a, <coughs> a mile or so along along the road at Ainsley Park on, on Tuesday night to take in Spartans against BSC. Obviously, Spartans... Uh, delayed opening um, fixture there. BSC had drawn uh, the weekend there uh, with um, with East Stirling. Sorry, um, for me, in the end, I think Spartans are are pretty hard done by. If I'm if I'm honest, I'll, I'll come to that reason why. Uh, first half, neither team really created a clear, you know, big chance. Mm-hmm. I think there was one moment that Blair Carswell stayed big. Um, stayed big, good block, sort of save there. And Scott had a shot from the angle, eh, sorry, from the edge of the box. It went over the over the bar. Murrell had a shot from the angle, fairly fairly easily gathered by that BSC goalkeeper who, you know, being a goalie junior, don't want to um, say too much. But I don't think I've seen him catch a cross all evening, which might be something for other teams to perhaps look at over the course. But just like to punch things and and uh, try and pam things away, but. Anyway, I digress. A pretty even first half, if I'm honest. Both teams probably not want to give too much away. Second half, an early goal in the second half, Callum, and controversial. I mean, it has to be. It has to be deemed that way. Not only is Green led with an arm and perhaps caught mm-hmm. uh, Bolo. Bolo's mm-hmm. gone down holding his. Not, not perhaps. I mean, he's caught Bolo. Yeah. He's caught, but what I mean is, you know, he's caught him on the head. Um, the ball's landed at the BSC player from maybe 25 yards take nothing from the finish it is a, it's a great finish Just, across. yeah he looks up bang it's an absolute yeah it's a screamer of a strike from the edge of the box there take nothing away from that but half an hour earlier you know referee was very quick to whistle when it, when Spartans had the ball in, in the BSC box and a bit was a, it was a bit of a scramble the, the, the BSC player goes down holding his head the referee was rapid to blow his whistle on that occasion but yet half an hour later He's not done that, so uh, they could feel hard done by there. Absolutely, this they started to come back into it. I think BSC started to sit deeper, perhaps maybe trying to do a civil, thinking one 0 we'll hold this, and they've done almost a carbon copy of what they've done last season in, in the same fixture, Callum, where yeah. one long ball up the park or 
outpaces two Spartans defenders, outstrengths one far too easily for me. Um, and then this time he doesn't lob Carswell, he just sort of pokes it past Carswell, who had rushed off his line there. And it's a terrible goal to concede. It really is. It's if I'm honest, it's 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 a bad goal you'll see. You know, it, it really is. Just it can't happen. That can't happen. And, and actually, at that moment, BSC sat even deeper and it, it almost rallied Spartans. And I have to hand it to, to Subo. I really do. He became vocal, but he became a lot more, and I said it to him, I spoke to him after, he became a lot more braver on the ball. Not meaning, I just mean he started hitting balls forward and attacking areas a lot more. And Aaron Scott was doing the same. Ran this playing it safe to maybe Adam Corbett or Aaron. He was putting the ball in the forward areas and and, and BC were holding on. Spartans got that penalty. And um, a fantastic penalty from Hoskins. Take nothing away from that. And in the big call at the end was was the moment where the ball comes into the box. Tomley's put his body in the way to, 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 to play the ball back over his shoulder. And the BC defender comes to the back of him, Callum. Uh, takes Tommy first, then clears the ball. For me, where I am, I had a perfect angle. I thought Stonewaller. Um, linesman put his flag up straight away, but I'm noticing the flag in his other hand. I'm thinking, hold on, what's he doing here? Referee's played on. Referee's missed it. Linesman put his flag up. Uh, they come together right in front of me, and referee's and the linesman's given a foul against Blair Tommy, which is incredible. Um, but before that, Cal, I mean, I said it on the Twitter. It was summed up by the fact he asked the referee how many bookings had there been in the second half. You're thinking, oh, you surely got to watch the game, surely you must know. But there's also a big call as well at 1 0, where Spartans had a big call for a penalty. Uh, I was too busy looking at my phone to, to be watching, but uh, Murrell, I think it was brought down by all accounts what Spartans are saying, maybe a yard, two yards inside the box, but the same linesman on, on the stand side. I judged it to be outside the box. So Is it the same line that Edinburgh Uni had on the Saturday? Cause he no, it wasn't uh, the same one. It wasn't the same one. He was, um, I think he was just out of nursery. This one was... Um, to be fair, I let him know exactly what I thought about him. <laughs> you did, but I've kind of gone on there, uh, probably given too much of a recap of the game, more than my, my overall opinion. Um, I still think, as you said, I still think civil, uh, Spartans are maybe three, four players short. I think they're crying out for... I like Adam Corbett at centre half. I like Adam in that position, but he's playing. Said that last week. Yeah, yeah, but he's playing right back. But he'll grow into the position. I've got no doubt about that. He'll grow into it. It's new for him, so he will. He will, dev, you know, develop into the position. I've got no doubt about that. You know, he's a clever lad. He's intelligent. But I just think right now, I think at centre half is his best position. So do you think maybe a right back, perhaps? I still think. I know they've brought in Ashmore. I'm not too sure where he plays. I still think a ten would be quite good for Spartans at this moment in time. Um, and I still think a striker that can play along with a Smith or a Murrell. I'm not sure the two could play together. I've got handed to Jack Smith. I thought it looked really good when he came on. I thought it looked really sharp. So that's good for Spartans. Um, but I think maybe a striker, maybe a 10, maybe a right back is priority. But I still just think there may be three, four bodies short, Calman. Um, BSC, organised, um, physical, strong, green and all up front. You know what you're going to get. But um, yeah, will they be up there? I think. No. 
I think it'll be East Colbride and Kelly that will be the top two. I think they'll be battling out for between East Still and Bonnerig and, and BSC for for third, fourth, fifth. If, if I'm if I'm honest, and Civil might Civil and Spartans will be trying themselves to get into that three, four, fifth as well. So it's going to be some battle. Um, I wasn't overly impressed. I wasn't overly impressed. I have to say, and and I think Spartans are, are three or four short. This weekend, eh, no, sorry, Wednesday night, it was Ember Uni. Aye. Ember Uni went through to along the M9 to, to meet East Stirling and Mad Bill, Old Bill, Mad Bill, whatever you want to call him. Um, and an expected defeat, I think, for, for, for Ember Uni. Well, getting better though, you know. Cutting it down. It was only four. Yeah, that's true. Um, but again, this uh, that was a ground that they won at last year. Obviously, East Stirling have put a lot of money into into the squad they were very vocal about it for some reason you know amping the pressure up on themselves um, yeah I, I expected defeat if I'm honest I didn't think that the uni would have gone through and got something out of that but I mean they're crying out for school to start um, the BSC game the only thing I want to point out is how tragic the pitch invasion by it's not players, it's management, eh? It's yeah. like, it's the second game of the season and it yeah. was the second goal. He's making it all about him, isn't he? Like, He's done, it's, he does that a lot. It's not a last-minute title winner. Like, sit on the bench and behave yourself. You're an absolute jumped up. <laughs> it's, you're you're right, actually. You're right, because the players themselves, the subs, etc., they're celebrating amongst themselves. And it's uh, it's, uh, it's, nah, it's, it's it's trying to make it all about him, isn't he? He's halfway up the stand on the other side. You know, <laughs> embarrassing man. Yeah, so. you're right. So this weekend, Cal, nah. it's um, it's it's league action again. Civil service. Well, as you said, it's, it's a top of top of the table clash. You know that they face Bonnerig Rose, new to the lone league this season. That's a right good game, isn't it? I think it's going to be a cracker. And you know, you look at Bonnerig. Obviously, there was a lot of uncertainty about this. Uh, where they were going to be playing this year over the summer, but they kept the majority of the squad there. They've started well. They are scoring goals. Um, obviously, what was it five three during the week against Berwick? Look, five three. Yes, they've scored five goals. I think at least one of them was a penalty. Um, I don't think they're going to have it as easy against Civil. You know, one of the better defences in the league a different style I think Berwick yeah. and, and Civil will be yeah. so I, th- I think it's going to be a cracking game at the Christie Gillis uh, and you know a right statement of intent, intent from either side Correct. if they can get Absolutely. three points yeah I agree with that I think if, if Civil were to pick up three points you're looking at that going you know they've just beat potentially one of the one of the title challengers there mm-hmm. on the home patch oh, that's, yeah, a, I mean, that's a right statement but on the same token Bonnie Rig Rose aren't making the numbers up this no. year you know, and on the same token, if Bournemouth pick up all three, you're going. They've gone away from home against a team that will be looking to improve on a fifth place finish last yeah. season. That's a right good well, result. Also, they, they've they've they're going away from home from the team that beat East Kilbride last year. On that patch, know, yeah. Who absolutely hammered East Kilbride when they were flying. So that's that's the type of you know civil have that performance. It's going to take a very good Bonnie yeah. Rose performance to get anything. A right good game. I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a cracker. Yeah, it's an absolute fantastic game. Yeah, yeah. But as you say, you know, they scored five, conceded three, so that that's yeah, interesting. But, I mean, oh, I think I think it'll probably be a one nil. Oh, you no, know, no. either way. No, uh, no, I, I will it's, call it. Uh, it's definitely gonna be tighter. Yeah. yeah. Spartans they face Ember Uni, a little derby there. It's quite interesting they played still in uni, they had Ember Uni very early on last season and the same's happening this. 
Um, it needs to be three points for Spartans. Look, I saw, what was it, three times, well, they played each other three times last season. It was a two-all draw in the first game. Was it, was it, was it no draw in the first game? One-all, two-all, yeah, one one two-two, two, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then in the two games at Ainsley Park, Spartans won 3-0 and 5-0. So, yeah, I think you're probably looking at it and thinking that Spartans all coming out on top here. Edinburgh Uni are absolutely leaking goals. So, I mean, it's going to take something very special. Yeah. But, like I say, every time I see Edinburgh Uni, and I've, I saw them twice against Spartans last year, they had chances at 1 0 and 0 0. They mm. didn't take them. Mm. They, if, They'll beat you as well, remember yeah, that last season? If, as well. if, well. if they are. See, they need they need to take a chance. I think at this moment in time, I think Embraer are just looking like you say. It was six nil Saturday. It was four nil midweek. Yeah. Can they improve on that? And I think over time those games I mean, will get yeah, closer. You're, and... you're looking. Spartans are going to want to bounce back from uh, their Tuesday night defeat. They're going to want to put on record that you know they are in this league. Absolutely. You know, they're going to want to make a statement because a lot of the early. Talk has been about East Kilbride, Kelty, Bonnerig, you know, Spartans are almost yeah. out, out there. So I think that they'll look to put a statement win yeah. uh, on the matter where and they should been, be. And there have been a few statement wins thus far, hasn't there? Well, aye, you know, aye. Like a yeah. couple a, a couple of statement wins, but I mean, no quite, let's get a match ball signed statement wins. <laughs> okay. Now we're on the SPFL. It's their opening League weekend. Oh, massive. Uh, we've got Hibs Hearts and Embrace all in action. So we'll start with Hearts, Callum. Um, Happy Naismith Day. Whatever that is. Happy Naismith Day. I think, it's, I think it is literally the day that for Hearts has been the one shining light that this, that it, even though you knew it was going to happen, yeah. the, the, the only sort of Shining light this off season, yeah. Jamie Walker came in, Craig Halkett, but in all honesty, Stevie Naismith's back. A four-year deal. That's a bit. It's a lot. Considering I thought, I thought there might have been something about coaching mentioned, you know, because I think I think that's where he will end up. Because he's what thirty-three over the course of the season. He's thirty-three in about five or six weeks, I think. Um, So, let's be honest. Mm. He has had some injuries in the last few years how much is he going to play in terms of that four year deal but it's a massive coup for Hearts gives the whole place a lift yeah. after another dreadful Betfred display yeah. so it's it's massive it's yeah. massive to have Stephen Eastwood back yeah because you're right because they're, they're coming off that with a one all draw at East Fife a penalty yeah. defeat so the signing your of, old your old teammate scoring the winning penalty yeah Aaron Dunsmore yeah yeah yeah. I, I think we were driving back weren't we I went imagine Aaron Dunsmore got the winning pen and yeah. then about two minutes later Callum it, it was is, confirmed that uh, way so uh, I think he enjoyed it as well going by the pictures but um, yeah you're right I think you're absolutely bang on with that Callum it was, it was, it was always going to happen but yeah, the, it, the it worst, could have happened at a better time I think now yeah um, worst kit secret in Scottish football knew it was going to be coming but it's, it's massive it's yeah. absolutely massive for Hearts and it's a right tough game this weekend, isn't it? You, this is probably one of the games you don't mm. out, out with, out with Celtic Rangers, or maybe a, a derby, which is obviously rare. I think Aberdeen away in the first game of the season, just given that Hearts record up there. Uh, but I mean, Aberdeen are br- brutal. 
I'm trying to be diplomatic here, guys. <laughs> I, I, I don't care, eh? I think that... You think I, well, Hearts going up, Hearts going up hate, there, easy win, is it? I hate the pundit loving. I know. I about know. Aberdeen, you know, oh, they'll be challenging for silverware and they'll finish third. Aye, will they, Stevie Thompson? Aye, aye, sound. Um, I, don't, I don't think they've replaced boys well, mm. uh, that they've lost. Talisman, Graham Shinney. Uh, I think they're just a team full of hatchet men. Mm. Um... Somehow, there are people down south that think Scott McKenna is worth multi-million pounds, mm. which baffles me because he's absolutely hopeless. Mm. So, realistically, if... I, no, I just don't rate Aberdeen, but what happens... The thing is, they grind out results. They're, they just... They get a goal and then they kick you off the park. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Stephen A. Smith on the wrong end of a few challenges. Mm. You know, but look, Hearts are going up there. Jamie Walker, hopefully fit. Um, and Craig Halkett is, I mean, as much as Stephen A. Smith, great signing. Craig Halkett's a signing of the season for Hearts. Mm. He's going to improve them tenfold. And, I mean, apparently Connor Washington's going to be missing, but, I mean, what are they missing there? His goals. <laughs> like, it's, he's, he's not had the best of starts. So, I think right now, I think it's a great time to play Aberdeen. I was going to say they're, they're oh, playing. A great time to play Aberdeen. They're playing tonight, albeit at home in the in the Europa League qualifier. Calm. Yeah. Well, that what was it one each. One, one each, each over there. Yeah, so they need to win. Do you think that will have any effect on? Well, this yeah, Sunday? yes, it will because they have to win. They have to go out all out tonight mm-hmm. um, to get a result um, for coefficient's sake. Come on, um, but. They they have to they have to win tonight, so it has to be a full strength team, and I think that that will come into effect on on Sunday. That Hartsall have had a full week of training, boosted by the return of Stephen A. Smith, who's fully fit. You know, um, although I did see him on Sky Sports miss an open goal, which was I was like, oh, as long as it gets out the way now, I know, I get <laughs> do that now. That's fine, but uh, yeah, no, I think. I think Hearts, look, although they've had a pretty brutal bet thread uh, and lost a couple of players, I think that they're not actually in full crisis mode as some people no, God, no. Might, might think. Yes, I know that the long-term future, That's Levine needs, well, even short-term future, I think Levine needs to go. Yeah. But at this moment in time, it's not like they've got a squad that is full of like no talent in their relegation favourites the, the Betfred last year I, I'm pretty sure my memory is, uh, is, is correct on me there they had to win their last game am I right to go through in the yeah, group yeah. So, and then look what happened at the start of last season you know they went they were top of the league they exactly. were flying so, won the league in October so yeah, yeah. What, but, what would be a successful season then for for uh, for Hearts then similar to last season but a few positions further up the league in that they get to one final, they get to the semi of another, and I mean, then they had two good cup runs last year. Uh, already, they they've got a very tough, tough start. Yeah. Um, Motherwell away. Yeah. Uh, not just Motherwell away, but it's Motherwell away on a Friday night, which mm. you know Motherwell and Hearts. And Motherwell looks it's okay. It's an odds. It's an odd, and Hearts don't have a great record okay. when it comes to like sort of Motherwell and cup competitions. So. Mm. For Hearts, a good season, look, realistically, challenging for third. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. possibly even second. 
you, you can't you can't be sitting there two six place finishes in a row and going you know what that's brilliant I'm loving that you know because top six is a rain see if you're St Johnston see if you're Livingston see well, fair enough Kilmarnock top six before a last. Top you know you're sitting there going oh top six aye, that's, that's brilliant aye, mm-hmm. um, because we're happy to finish in the top six yeah. but for Hearts I mean they absolutely romped the championship came back up looked decent finished third and it's just sort of been yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of st- almost regressed a, a, yeah a, a steady decline as it were so so you're just saying I think, I think right up to the top yeah, six they're challenging third going into the top six in nine months yeah, time whatever it is 100, well I mean top six minimum minimum um, again another couple of cut runs would be decent but I think um, you'd be willing to sacrifice them for third spot in Europe next year yeah. you know because it, okay. it brings in so for Hearts, I think we're, Hearts, we're probably going to see very similar to yeah I mean ah, but Hearts, Hearts have to have a far far better season yeah. you know it's let's let's be honest here yeah yeah okay Cal moving on to, to Hibs uh, the news obviously last Friday we watched the game together there and Martin Boyle goes off injured we're thinking oh, hopefully that's just precautionary uh, but it's confirmed he will need another operation uh, Heckenbottom saying that may change the transfer uh, issues are you expecting Hibs to I would think to, to do I would, something I would think that Hibs should be looking to bring someone in even if it's just on loan I think that boy Ryan Kent was decent for Rangers <laughs> last year um, no yes Hibs, Hibs should be looking to get a little bit of cover at winger there but I mean I think that the majority of the squad looks good for Hibs it's fitting them all in in a formation that works yeah um, because where do you like Malin? Where do you like Malin? On the park. Aye, but <laughs> do you like Malin a bit deeper or do you like him more advanced? Because he's played both over pre-season. Um, well, it depends. It depends what formation Hibs are playing. If you're going with two up top, you've got um, Scott Allen in behind the two strikers. Stevie Malin's one of the... Two anchors. Just, well, no, he's, he's sitting just in the middle of the park. Mm. Um, but then you're not playing with any width there. If you're looking for width, then you're probably playing him I don't like him in the sort of quarterback role you know well, like that's what deep, I mean because that's what I mean, he's been because I, I don't think he's strong enough for the ball don't get me wrong his range of passing is fantastic there but he's not going to give you uh, he's not he's, Allen he's just not Allen is he ah, but then I don't want Scott Allen there no no but I just mean sorry yeah he's not sorry I'm getting myself confused <laughs> <laughs> I've killed you there. Anyway, uh, no, I think Josh I think Josh Vela will play there. Um, or Steve Whitaker, you know. Long live the wit. So no, I think Hibs Hibs are in a good place. Signings look okay. I think there's a lot to be pro uh, prone from some of them. Um you know, a lot of them are looking at Hibs as a sort of stepping stone. I think your Tom James, your Christian Doyle's there looking to get into like Wales squads, etc. So Look, you need to perform here. Um, it's not, it's not as easy as a lot of people down south think it is. You know, look at guys like Joey Martin. You know, but I think I think Hibs are in a great place. What do they have to do for a successful season? Pretty much what we said with Hearts, like yeah. word for word. Yeah. Hibs started okay, fell away absolutely horrendously. Yeah. Um. Can't can't go through a spell like that again. Did six weeks 
of good and then toward the end of the season it was a yeah I think uh, Heckenbottom came in great start what was it 11 games unbeaten then the end of the season was just an absolute meh yeah, as soon as uh, top 3 was gone as soon as third place was gone yeah. that was it didn't it so um, yeah I think I think he's got his own players in hmm. now so he will be judged a lot more um, what he said when he came in was that he wanted to play a high pressing game so you're You've got to be expecting that Hibs will be very fit, you know, going at teams. But um, obviously, it was just a friendly, and it's against Newcastle, who you know had a guy that was what forty million starting up top. So apparently, he was absolutely class as well. Well, I mean, well, forty million, eh? Uh, unless you're English, forty million probably buys you a good player. Um, <clears throat> so I think that's. Hibs, Hibs were pretty poor by all, by all accounts. So, um, I think the first 20 minutes they were really good, yeah. I heard. Well, Stevie Mallon's goal is you yeah. know, why you first... want Stevie Mallon in and around the box because uh, he's, he's, some, some, uh, he's both, both footed. You know, it's some hit with the left peg. But look, Hibs, Hibs need to have a better season again. You know, could do without the you know, manager and players, all that jazz. And you know, just be a lot more consistent mm-hmm. instead of going on like too many runs. Uh so yeah, Hibbs exactly the same as Hearts, challenging for third. Cup run is always nice as well. So yeah, yeah you've got to think that I mean well Hibs have got Morton in the in the next round of the League Cup. A lot of people, yep, that's a great draw, but Morton caused Hibs a few problems in the championship and right. yeah. the last time met in League Cup duty I think it was about 2007 and Hibs got beat 4-3 in extra time so mm. yeah got to take not, it seriously yeah 100% I, I don't think I don't think that this game can just be a turn up and that's it done yeah, so. something in this weekend Callum I you know I'm expecting three points and a couple of goals I look at their bet Fred one win over Ember City which was late and Unlucky. they lost to Dunfermline, I think, comfortably. Yeah. And then two draws with Albion Rovers and East Colbride. And did they not lose both shootouts? I can't make one what maybe one one of them and lost to them. But regardless, they, lost, they, lost they, they drew two. They drew they drew with Albion Rovers and East Colbride and they and they narrowly beat League Two Ember City. So Well they had a horrendous bet Fred last year as well, remember. You yeah. know, like because Absolutely take nothing away from Spartans here that I'm not having a dig. But I mean, Spartans went through there and got a two-all draw. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's part of the reason that Stubbs got his uh, jaws about three weeks into the season. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they are shocking, and Hibs should be especially at home. Yeah, I think there should be three or four. Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, uh, yeah. You know, I think I think like Hibs will win. I think Hearts will win this weekend. But yeah, yeah I think Hibs will be very comfortable. I would not be surprised to see Hibs top the league after the first round of fixtures. Yeah, Based I think I think St Mirren are going to be right down there. Hugh, the St Mirren one 0 win. <laughs> You're right. It would just be headlock, but surely it'll be a, a comfortable Hibs uh, Hibs victory. Okay. You know, Denver City, our, our last club that we're, we're speaking about this evening. Uh, they're coming off the back of a poor in the end a poor Betfred. Yeah, um, bottom, yeah. bottom of the group. Uh, which is yes, it is. It is really poor. You've got. They started off one 0 defeat to St Mirren. You're like, okay, you know, full time team Wednesday night. You can understand no legs, legs going. Then they bounce back tremendously. Beat them firmly. And you're like, oh, oh, hello. 
uh, I was looking at two games left Albion Rovers and East Kilbride they're winning the group mm-hmm. they're through to the next round mm-hmm. no let's say um, I think the manager thought that let, as well let's not just shoot ourselves in the foot let's take a shotgun and blow our legs off <laughs> I mean it's I'm sorry but look East Kilbride I think will be up there again I think they will be very good but the season City should have City got a warning the first time they played them yep so they should already this season <clears throat> they should have known what to expect should have beaten East Kilbride and they should have went through and beat Albion Rovers I think they had the chances but the defender on Saturday is unforgivable uh, Albion Rovers was the one f- for me I'm thinking right you've lost to East Kilbride that's gone now it's your last game this is the one now that you put a marker down because they'd done it in the Betfred last year against Stranraer they beat Stranraer they 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 beat Stranraer then the first game of the season they had Albion Rovers and they put a statement straight away now they didn't have the luxury of playing at a League 2 side last year on the final game but for me what I meant was this could have almost been the start of the league season here you're playing a team in the same league a team that will be looking to improve go through there win and you go aye Embra City mean business this year but they've gone through there and come off the back of a defeat yeah. and I think it's a wake up call for, for Embra City if I'm yeah. honest yeah. an absolute wake up call because I think Albert Rovers have, have much improved compared to last season absolutely uh, I mean improving when Harper came in but I think it's a wake up call I really really do because I, I don't think they're going to have it easy this year I think last year they took people by surprise um, think, how well yeah. how well mm-hmm. they played the Ember City, I think they were are building that name in the league. They're no longer seen as the new boys. Point well, proven. Cove are the new boys now. But they're, the new boys, yeah. they're not seen like that anymore. They're almost seen as perhaps a and 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 you know a target. Yeah, after the season last year, they were in the playoffs this year. They'll they'll upset perhaps teams that have maybe been in this league for a while, Annan, etc. Who's this Ember City being in the league three years and suddenly they're trying to go up to to, to League One so um, I think it's a wake up call I really do and well I, I hope I hope that it's heated yeah you know don't 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 hit the snooze button mm-hmm. you know do something about it yeah they've they've got a very good squad yep they've got names in the team as well I mean you look at look at a lot of managers in League 2 wouldn't say no to having a player Henderson a Conrad Balatoni a Danny Handler a Matt Laird you know are you telling me that they're like, oh, you know, even like Craig Thompson, Romeo, Harris, there's, there's Crane, Crane's done in the championship. Yeah, a lot, a lot of talent in that squad. So I'm sorry, but they have to be producing. You know, there's, yeah, I, because at this sort of level, it is 100%, well, at any sort of level, football's a results business. But with the money that's been invested in Edinburgh City, if they do not see a solid return then you know you're talking about people's jobs mainly the managers <laughs> yeah I, I, you're right I think that they'll be looking to build on last season and um, yeah they're going to have to improve I think on, on that performance but in saying that Henderson's missed pretty much all of pre-season certainly the bet Fred he's missed all of it I don't think he's, he hasn't played has he I think well he came off the bench came off, but what I'm saying sport. is he, no no but he comes off the bench on Saturday prior to Saturday's game Callum he comes off the bench and you can just see the impact that he, that he has because he's, well, he's, he's created I think he had a header that just went wide uh, looking at the highlights back he's, in, he's just bullying centre-halves getting flick-ons making it uncomfortable yeah. everything we said last year and again he scores a penalty and he's, he's off and running one. already that's number one that's number one um, yeah no but 
like we say, the talent's there, the players yeah. are there. It is all just about making sure that they got off to a good start. I think they had a fantastic start last season and then when the sort of wheels started to come off a little bit, um, late December, early January, they didn't know how to arrest the slump in form. Mm. Um, you know, and I think they they led the league for so long to then end up finishing third. I think it should have put a fire in the in the bellies of yep. uh, the boys that were there. You know, a hunger to you know let's right the wrongs of last season. Yep. You know, we know that we probably should have gone up. Mm-hmm. So let's let's put that right and let's let's go out there and do that and. They've got all the tools there. It's just, you know, and for me, I think they will. They should be up there or thereabouts come the end of the season. I think playoffs is an absolute minimum now, whereas years gone by, like playoffs is a dream. Mm-hmm. You know, playoffs is an absolutely fantastic season just to reach them. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's minimum playoffs. Well, when you take it into consideration, players they players they have at their mm-hmm. disposal. How they done last season? I think it has to be. And then, an absolute well, minimum. not not just that. You look at who's left the league. You know, um, Peter Head and Clyde, two of the big heavyweights of that division. Uh, I'm looking at it now. I think Stenhouse Muir will, will be solid. Um, I'm not sure about breaking. They are in absolute free fall. Mm-hmm. Um, two seasons in a row where it's yeah. it's not been brilliant. So, Cove, they they could be good, but. Look, Paul Hartley had a great start as manager when he was at Aloha, but I mean, if you look at like when he was at Falkirk, it was absolutely brutal. So, mm-hmm. but they've still got some fantastic players. Very, I think they'll, I think they'll fancy their chances, even though yeah, absolutely, it is it is tough to make an adjustment to go straight into the league. And I think what Cove have at their disposal though is perhaps something that, that when I was with Edinburgh City and went up, their whole team is just. Is full of players that have played that level before. Not all together, of course, at Cove, yeah. but they've got a lot of SPA, SPFL experience. They've, um, they've been building for this for a, a few years. Absolutely. So, like, that's, that's, that's where the majority of the squad is, what they've been looking at to get done. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there'll be any mugs. No, absolutely. Not. And I mean, looking around, you've still got Elgin, Annan. Stalin Albion had a good season. Um, Kyle Beathall looked year. to improve. Albion Rovers looked to improve. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think I think there's going to be a few teams up there. Um, Edinburgh City should be one of them. Before we speak about this weekend's game, the the the, the question mark I have Edinburgh City in it at this moment in time, Cam, is I still think they're missing someone, a stopper in the centre of the park, and I know that players can maybe moved out of position and fitted, you know, fitted in, uh-huh. but. Andy Black started last season great, uh-huh. you know, plucked from almost nowhere. Nobody really had heard of him. No. They had obviously they heard they his had brother, heard but you know, <laughs> hadn't they heard of him? <laughs> but do you think they need just an out and out defensive midfielder to come in, or because I think Bill comes Andy Black is going to miss probably the majority of the season? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a horrendous injury that he had, so yeah, yeah he's not, he's not, he's not running back to the team anytime soon, and. Whether they can um, get someone to adapt to play in the middle of the park there, you know, whether it is a, a Callum Crane or a John Sinclair that will sit in and do exactly what the Andy Black does so well, then, yeah, I mean, that'll be fine. But if you can't find that, 
you need someone in there. Absolutely. Like they, at that at that level, you need someone who's just going to be taking bodies, eh? Well, it was something that we said that Edinburgh City lacked the season before. We, they lacked that. Ian Mc, they hadn't replaced Ian McFarlane hadn't replaced Subo since since he left and they didn't have him that season they didn't have anyone like that they didn't have anyone of that nature they signed Andy Black almost instantly inst- and it was an instant d- difference wasn't it you go they've got to in the part yeah, now to, to, yeah. to break things up so for me yeah they do need to bring somebody in in that position if because I'm looking around thinking I don't think Sinclair's that type you know I, I just think that perhaps they do um, I know John Dunn's still in his recovery. I don't think he's too far he's, away. But again, he's, he's not. He's, he's not he's that not type. He's not that type player. So yeah, I mean, you wouldn't play Messi centre centre mid. <laughs> so I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna put someone like that uh, defensive mid. You know. I mean, he'll have the cigars out on the ball. But I'm ah, I mean, sure. let's be honest. You didn't want John Dunn taking too many hard knocks. Um, so you're wanting him just jinking past people on the way. So really, what we're saying is, unless it's a Craig Thompson, unless it's a, a Callum Crane. Um, maybe, maybe I'd rock Ben McIntyre eh? uh, a uh, Liam Henderson perhaps moving him in there yeah, yeah. I don't know no, but what I'm saying is if, if they can't do it they need a defensive middle don't they well yeah yeah. I mean yeah. I think I think there's enough bodies there that you could try out a few variations but yep. realistically if, if none of them work then yeah, you are going to need someone that will sit in and just put the foot on the ball and you know the other foot on the man's neck <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cove this weekend. Um, that's a right tough game, you know. Cove away, first game in the season. That's not what they wanted. It's um, not. It but, definitely but, is not. Peterhead and, and Cove, sorry, Cove coming off a decent, a decent Betfair, if I'm, if I'm honest. And it's kind of got better as it's gone on. So uh, they, they, they lost to Peterhead uh, narrowly, first game. Drawing 0 0 with Dundee, it's a good result. Yeah. They lost narrowly to. 3 2 to Cali. To Cali, yeah. lost narrowly. But in a 3 0 uh, win over 8, and by all accounts, were dominant as well as the uh, scoreline suggests Wraith are very much a you, you just never know with uh, with Wraith hmm. because they've they've had some up and down seasons uh, the last the last few years so um, you don't know but again yeah it is a very good bet Fred from, from Cove considering um, who they were up against so yeah I think it's going to be tough I know? do as well I think it's going to be really tough and I think I mean but first challenge just put Meganson out of the game. He is good. I mean, I've played against, I've played against him a, a couple of times. Um, he's a top top striker. I, you know, his record in the Highland League speaks for itself. But you know, I think half the teams in the Highland League, um, you know, aren't great. But the fact of the matter is, he's got a lot of SPFL, SPFL experience ah, as well. But it's not just him. Well. They're not no. just they're not just no. Mitch Meganson. You know, the Blair Yule was at Cove. When Ember City beat them in the playoffs, he then signed that Arbroath and was one of their better players. That's the Ender. first one. That's the first one of the yeah, the first one of the know, second. Did I tell you I beat Cove in the playoffs? There we go. There we go. That's the first one. <laughs> well, I never actually. I was. That was the plan. But <laughs> that's why you won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, listen, right through their team, they've got SPFL experience, and like you say, Calm, they've been waiting for for this moment for yeah, a good been, couple of years. Ah, yeah. So I mean, I'd expect a decent crowd, boisterous, and you know they will be very much up for it. So mm. Edinburgh City best thing you do is to score in the first five minutes do you think I mean we'll get to our predictions but do you think a draw will be a good result no alright okay we'll move to our prediction then alright we'll we'll start with well we'll do we've done the, the agenda we'll start with the, with the loan league then okay Cal, we'll go civil service at home to Barnig Kim what 2-1 civil wow I 
can't call this one. I really can't call this one. Uh, I, I think a draw. I think it'll be a draw. I think. I think. I think. Cancel each other out. I think two two. Oh. I think it'll be go. I think there'll be goals. I think both teams. You love a wee Desmond. Yeah, I do. I do. So I think there's going to be goals, but I think both defenses will will play well. But I think going forward, they've got players that they can score goals. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think two two. Yeah. Spartans against Embley Uni. This, uh, I mean, I don't like doing this. Uh, I don't like predicting that one of our teams is going to get a bit of a pumping. So, but. I, I don't think that the uni can live with the the quality that Spartans will have uh, on the day. So I think that you know if if certain players are on their game, then I think that Spartans can rack up four or five on Saturday. Mm. To nil. Ah. Yeah. Um, I think if Spartans can play how they've done perhaps in the last 15-20 minutes when they'd gone to all down and they started to be that bit more direct uh, a bit more po- a bit more positive putting balls into the put, putting balls in the box and actually just getting a little bit of havoc up there and pulling off second balls I think you're right I think it could be a bit of a long afternoon I think I think 3-4-0 yeah, yeah I do I do um, tip to Spartans um, Hibs uh, oh sorry Hearts up at Aberdeen on Sunday, Cal. One all. After going up there and giving all the, I know, giving the big chat 15, 20 minutes ago. No, um, <laughs> one all or Hearts Dynamic at 2 1 late on. Okay. But um, it's imperative that Hearts get off to a good start. If they go up there and get like battered 2 or 3 0 and just don't turn up, then. It's not great. Just get in the bin already. I'm not having another <laughs> season like that. Um, I. I personally can't see Hearts going up there and winning. Just, just the bet Fred. I know, I, I know. I've kind of gone back on that, just seeing how the bet Fred was last year, but and and the the start they had. But I, I just, I don't see at this moment in time how match fit is Naismith. Well, he's not because he's not playing the match. Doesn't matter. So he's up against Scott McKenna. Yeah, I'm thinking. I would give him the run around, and I've only got one knee. <laughs> I'm thinking, and I've only got one knee as well. Put him together. Yeah, don't mind. I'm thinking, I'm thinking one month be a right good result, but I'm, unfortunately, I'm thinking Aberdeen will get a penalty and they'll do what they usually do. Just grind it out. They'll get grind out. They'll get spawny. They'll get a deflected goal and a, a yeah. deflected goal and a penalty and they'll win two one. and Willie Miller will be stroking himself all the way home. <laughs> and uh, to Hibs, Cam on Saturday, which you'll be at, I think. Obviously, the Hibs, season tickets. Four 0 Four 0 Hibs will pump some minute. Yeah. Scott Allen will. Run the show, um, so aye, there you go. I'll go three one Hibs. All right, I'll go three one Hibs and Ember City up at Cove. What are you thinking? Two 0 City. Two 0 City. I'm the, sorry, the, the but occasion gets Marker, to, yeah. Occasion I gets think, to Cove. I think Cove are going to come flying at the blocks and just be just too up for it. Eh, you know what I mean? Like you can be too up for things and. You know, it's like when someone says that a film's really good and then you go along and see it and it's absolutely brutal. That's that's what's gonna happen. They're mm. I think I think they're gonna just be too hyped up. City being there as it fourth season. They know what they're doing. Mm. I think okay. I think City City will see it the win. You're, you're going to go opposite, eh? You're gonna go like nah, you're, you're almost you're almost uh, you're almost bringing me into your way of thinking. I, I'm just 
was it the cinema? I just uh, I can't metaphor. the analogy. I, I can't. I just can't see past the last two results, Cal. And I just see two defeats in the bounce to East Kilbride and Albion Rovers. And I'm just thinking if you if you go through Albion Rovers and and play if they play like they did through Albion Rovers up at Cove, then for me it's only, it's only going one well, way. So um, they were good for large periods of the game there. I'm thinking one one. Right. I'm thinking one one. I'm going to go for. That. I think if they could defend well, keep Megason quiet. I think they've got a chance. Um, but if they if they don't match that, because I know that Cove are no doubt going to be up for it. If they don't match that, thinking Ach, they're just coming up. This is their first season. They'll 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 struggle. They have that actually. Think they're going to get a shock. But I'm going to be positive, and I'm going to say I think one one would be a right good result to take back down the road. Yeah, all right. Biggest start. Um, do you get any washouts at Spartans? I think I've you a few, but I tell you a good. I tell you, you a good you shout. Want me I tell you, I actually laughed on Wednesday right. on Tuesday night, Cal, right. because we've we've spoke a little bit about the BSC uh, manager, and there was a moment in the second half. I think it was one nil at the time at BSC, and there was a proper excellent tackle right in front of the BSC dugout uh, at the edge of the box. Uh, I can't remember who done the tackle but he took all of the ball and the ball went I think through to Carswell and the referee gave a free kick mm-hmm. right Spartans were going mental going mental and I've got to give it to Deke I think it's his one good shout a season but he goes if it's a free kick referee the manager would be screaming for it and he's bang on and everyone actually laughed around me because none of the BSC players actually asked for it but the referee gives the, mm-hmm. the stone more free kick so I think maybe Going by your reaction there, Cam, I think it had to be there. Ah, but um, it was basically, go, you know, it was along along those lines. But I think, yeah. Um, um, I mean, I had a couple at Civil. Um, I can't repeat the one that I said at Edinburgh Uni because we can't use language like that on podcast. Um, no, there was a few. Well, we've seen Greg Wild on I was on so Greg Wild, eh? On Saturday. Aye, that was class. Weird. Class. That was class. class. I don't know where that came from. On that note, <laughs> I, I don't even. I no. Why just end it. End it. End it. End it. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm just, gonna. I'm gonna end it on this. On this note, actually, come. Oh fuck! Did you get the boys' number on Saturday? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I've been Andrew. I've been Carl. And that was the Edinburgh Football Podcast.